0: Welcome to the P's and Q's podcast. I'm your host, Quine Foray, and I'm living my best life. And I want to help you live your best life. In this podcast, we'll be talking all things spirituality, health, wealth, and love. Whether you're facing a difficult situation, pursuing a big dream, or simply looking for a bit of inspiration and guidance, this podcast is for you. Let's get into it. On today's episode, I am so honored. And excited to introduce to you guys one of my soul sisters. Her name is Lauren Baggett, and she is an artist, a designer, and a spiritual healer. One of my spiritual mentors as well. In addition to that, her mission is to use her spiritual gifts to help humanity in whatever way she can through her many Mm. many many gifts lauren <laughs> welcome hi yeah. i'm so honored and grateful to have you here thank, thank you my you. sister thank you my thank love you for having me oh my goodness you guys are in for a huge treat but before we get into it mm. you know we're gonna do our three fun facts number one during the pandemic i lived in Medida. Mexico, which is the safest city in Mexico. And it's the second safest city in North America next really? to Quebec. Number two, someone actually asked this in a comment. I'm always talking about travel and they said, but do you ever go on cruises? And I have, I've been on two cruises. And most recently, this January, 2023, I went on groove cruise. I had one of the best times of my in entire life. Number three, I had my first Akashic reading back in 2020 when I was living in Merida and it was actually through a conversation with this lovely, lovely goddess. So we're going to get into it today. We're going to talk about excavating your soul and the shadow work involved with that and Lauren's going to give us so much information. You've been a great guide to me on this life journey. And I I thank you so much for your presence.
1: When we met, I was expanding in a way that I hadn't before. Um, I had just had a baby and was starting to work again. And um, but at that time, I felt this call to dive deeper into my spirituality and terms of how I serve because I was already doing my own thing with my spirituality right but I felt like it was time to start to share um my light and what I know and be of service and mm. and I was doing it in a smaller capacity because before that I was I was just doing it for myself which you know? is
0: great in and of itself
1: and yeah and so thank you for trusting me to you know do that journey and do that work with you. Um because yes. I received a lot of knowledge and wisdom from that as well. So thank you. Oh, yeah. my pleasure. Yeah. What a gift that is like yeah. the the exchange of it all. But that and that's what it is. That's mm-hmm. what the universe is. Every at some point we play both roles as student and teacher, you Yes. Know, we think it's like okay, I'm teacher and that's what I am or I'm student and that's what I am, but even with like my kids My children, as I'm teaching them, are teaching me simultaneously. We're learning together Mm. because it's challenging when you have an awareness of how you want to live your life and how connected you want to be with yourself. Mm. And as you're remembering this and then you're showing others like your children and like, okay, I'm learning this, too. Let's learn this together, because typically we come from a perspective of I have to master this before I can share this. But yeah. sometimes the showing your work, doing your work together, can really help help the journey. But it really starts with creating a safe place for yourself. Yeah, to do that work with yourself. Ooh, because then you can't create a safe place for anyone else if you're not truly creating one for you.
0: You mentioned yeah. something earlier when yeah. we were talking, and you said most people think of spirituality as this like
1: oh, you know, super
0: zen, yeah, happy place. And it, wow, that is a part of it, but yeah. well, once we start excavating and doing that deeper much much deeper work that's when we get to the like what is going on yeah (laughs) yeah kind of thing
1: because that is so necessary it's necessary because that's when we start to see the things that we have been either avoiding Mm. or not even aware of Mm. completely in our blind spot we enter life and we're conditioned in life to hold this perspective of in in survival mode of you versus the world, you coming out into the world, and you have to guard yourself. And although that is true, in some regard, but also your approach into the world will change what you get out of it. Mm. So looking at the things in our lives that aren't working, mm. and because there's fundamentally, people can find common ground in in this regard, that there's something we all are kind of desiring to some degree. Right. We may not even realize it, but truthfully, as human beings, there is a a state of peace inner peace that we are longing for and sometimes we'll have it and we won't even we'll be afraid of it yeah. or we we want it but don't know how to obtain it yeah and the first thing we want to do is fix everything that is doesn't seem like it's contributing to our peace it's understanding that authentic peace versus the peace that will keep perpetuating the same patterns Mm -hmm. because sometimes we perceive disturbances and taking away my peace. Yeah. When it's really something to shake you up out of a pattern that's not serving you, there needs to be something looked at under the hood Mm -hmm. and triggers. That's one. Yeah. I'm going to start there. Let's start there. That's a big one. That's a real important
0: one. I I remember when I realized Mm -hmm. that the things that were creating resistance in me, Mm-hmm. Had everything to do with me and yeah. nothing really to do with the other person or the yeah. other experience. It yeah. was all lying within me. Yeah, I'm the common denominator.
1: Oftentimes, when something is triggering to us, triggering is something that evokes an emotional response that is creates this dissonance yes. inside. It's yes. disharmonic. It doesn't feel good because um, we don't, you know, resist things that excite us. We don't resist right. things that pleasure us. But things that make us feel like "Mm -mm." when we get into that space, our tendency is to find the source of the trigger and chastise it as you're the problem. This is the problem, whether it's a situation, a person, an outcome, whatever. That's the issue.
0: It's outside of us. It's
1: outside of us. Yeah. So I've got to somehow control and manage this thing outside of me Mm -hmm. so that it won't disrupt my peace inside. So our tactic typically is to address the person, the situation, avoidance through avoidance or confrontation. I what has helped me in my life and totally changed my life to where I can find the sense of peace even in the midst of a storm mm. and anchor into it is when I started looking at these triggers as that made me feel something before I go talk to that person. Now, some situations do require you to lay your boundary and, you know, respond, Yes, of course, of course not react, but respond. Yes. (laughs) But I will also do that other side of the work, which is reflect inward. Why did that make me feel that way? Yeah. And when we can sit with ourselves and we can kind of give room for those feelings to kind of be unearthed and discovered, we can find the root of it Mm. and where it comes from and where it stems from. And we can pour love into that, address that. And that way it's not A symptom and it's not leaking out into interactions at a coffee shop or you know pumping gas and you get into it with somebody you know yeah, it's addressing the core wounds that trigger all of those little interactions and all those interactions are purposefully placed to turn your gaze back in Mm. so that you can address the real situation so we're not repeating these triggers similar to relationship patterns people yes. will find it's these these men out here it's these women out here <laughs> right but outside yeah course. yeah but what is it in us that is one drawing energetically us into these experiences it's because mm-hmm.
0: our soul requires us to address mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. and we will get the same pattern in the same loop until feedback. we yeah feedback mm-hmm. loop until we actually look in that mirror. Yeah. And start going inward. Yeah. And resolve. Mm-hmm. I love how you said pour love into it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How do you how do you do that? Well, one thing is whenever we uncover something about ourselves, a truth about ourselves, something that we don't necessarily want to continue. We don't want people, we don't like it's not the how we identify ourselves right yeah it's very easy for the thought streams to switch to very judgmental and self-criticizing and beating yourself down and now I like to look at it like this if there's aspects of me and one is holding this pattern of behavior that's clearly not serving me anymore I can see that that's the problem and I see it how it's Interfacing with all my relationships, right? Yeah, yeah. But if I start beating up on that part of me, that part of me isn't going to open up to learning more of why this is even why I'm even carrying this pattern, one, mm-hmm. and two, be willing to integrate into something new. So if you think of a child that has behavioral issues, well, if you're beating up on the child and you're saying why are you worthless why didn't and you're you so move? bad Get it together yeah they're not going to feel safe to explore why because you have to create that safe space for yourself to you know lean into the curiosity of why you know why am I doing that not in a judgmental period why you know yeah in, <laughs> in a loving loving wanting to help when I started approaching mm-hmm. myself like that it changed everything for me and um, actually, there was a video by a spiritual speaker named Matt Kahn. My mom told me about, and it was called "Respecting Your Shadow." Our shadow is the parts of our subconscious that holds patterns that are adapt that we adapted for survival. Mm-hmm. Whether it's conditioned patterns um, through family relationships societal patterning um things that we're kind of indoctrinated to yeah and you know real life experiences that we've lived that create a sort of um perception of the world that create patterns of behavior all based out of survival mode how to keep you safe Mm -hmm. and so these patterns they don't help us expand into higher versions of ourselves to where we can really be our authentic self. They're more like armor. Yeah. And they weigh us down. So when we start the process of stripping away the armor, it's very raw process. If we're ripping the armor away and we're not healing the wounds with love, you know, then the scarring, it's it it's deep. And then it makes it harder for the pattern to clear. When I was beating myself up about things I wanted to change. It was almost like I dug deeper into the pattern Mm. because then I became at odds with myself. Right. And this inner conflict became worse than the external (laughs) (laughs) situations. Yes. Yes. And so the inner peace is really the goal. And it starts when you can love and pour into yourself for someone who is
0: in this process Mm -hmm. of doing this deep shadow work Mm -hmm. recognizing those patterns and pouring that love into themselves Mm -hmm.
1: what are some ways that they can start pouring into their cup well one way people typically want to journey down um spiritualities through meditation and i think that is a great way to start that's where i started Mm -hmm. um but then the pitfalls you hit is there's a way people think you're supposed to meditate because if the mind is not conditioned to be still that's not going to happen right away it's not and then you'll get and then that's when we then turn on Mm ourselves and then we give up the process and that's that's it we did it we tried it it didn't work it didn't work it's not for me not for me (laughs) and and you know That's that's one thing that when I work with people and I introduce meditation as a tool, we start with don't try to clear your mind. Hmm. Don't don't try to clear your mind. You're missing a fundamental first step to learning yourself, Mm -hmm. because if you really want to do the shadow work, what that process is, is learning you inside and out, like truly learning you, not the you you want everybody to perceive you to be right that is hiding all of that but the true you and the true you is is underneath everything that's in the shadow removing those layers starts by observing the mental body Mm -hmm. so i look at myself and across like a dimensional span so there's my physical body yeah that's one dimension of self Mm -hmm. my emotional body that's a set another dimensional uh, dimension of self. And then my mental body mm. and it goes beyond, but we'll start there. we we'll start with those three. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Observing the mental body and how the mind works. Cause if you look at it like a computer, how does it operate? Yeah. You know, yeah. What, what's the software? What's the hardware? What is it like? What is it? How does it function? Mm. You know, cause each person's mind works differently mm. based on, like we talked about, the conditioning, the patterns, the the experience. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So when we go into meditation, there's a couple ways I do this. So I'll observe, just candidly observe. And that means my mind as I'm observing will often critique the (laughs) observations. Okay. I sometimes allow that. I like to see how the aspects of me because there are aspects of us there's if you look at there's a side to our personality right right that's how we can perceive it but in and that plays out in our mind too when a thought comes up how these aspects kind of either attack reject support yes you know these thoughts yes you know <laughs> I do. so i i'll sometimes allow the commentary right okay. the peanut gallery peanut gallery yeah, you can you can make comments and sometimes i look at it like a google drive you know when you're sharing a folder yeah and then you adjust the settings so that it's view only yes. so No No editing. No editing, no commenting. Right. Right? It's just you just look at it. So I will visualize that in my mind. Me just clicking it into view only. I love that. Telling my mind, you don't have permission to comment or critique. We're just objectively observing. Okay. And when we remove ourselves out of that, the at the being the aspects and we move into the higher self place where we're just observing how we interact with ourself yes we have a, that's a power move oh that's big power big power move because once you can see a pattern you have the power to adjust the pattern Yes, but to truly see a pattern, you have to see it with objective eyes, not through a lens of criticism. We want to fix it immediately, and when we rush into wanting to fix it, we're also bypassing a lot of the work. Mm. Awareness, awareness is a key word in spirituality.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Action is very important. Taking action, making shifts, will having a will to do so is. Very important as well, but you can't have any alignment to the will into the action if we don't have awareness. Yes. So sitting with the awareness is really important initially before we want to make those changes. And when we can understand the why, we get to that root, and so we're not just cutting the top and it's growing back. It's continue. And, to yeah. Sprout out. Yeah. Exactly. We can really unearth it and heal it from the core thank you so much you're
0: welcome wow did you guys hear that especially about meditation yeah I think it's so important that you touched on that because Mm
1: -hmm.
0: even myself we talk a lot I talk a lot about being still and and Mm -hmm. clear in the mind and thinking of thoughts like clouds Mm -hmm. as they roll in Mm -hmm. observing them and and observing them roll away I just love how you gave another Perspective on the space with the thoughts mm-hmm. and having the ability to just put view only,
1: yeah.
0: Or the times when you allow the peanut gallery to get involved, yeah. Which is to a, comment, you know, to comment, yeah, and critique, yeah. That's a place of true observation mastery. Yeah. Thank you You're so welcome. much. There were so many light codes <laughs> in the things that you say, which is why the moment God told me I had to start a podcast. You were one of the first people that I thought of that I wanted to have on so P's and much. Q's. Thank you. I'm
1: so glad it finally aligned. <laughs> I know.
0: This is amazing.
1: Yeah.
0: And thank you so much. I thank you. We are gonna also be having another conversation yeah. with a panel of ladies. Yeah. And I'm excited for that conversation as well. And yeah. you are my soul sister for I love life. So I love you so much. I'm so thank grateful you. for you thank you so much everybody i want you to connect with lauren on instagram i will put the link in the description as well (laughs) you can also find her on her website which is lbcomposition.art. so i love you all i love you so much thank you all for being here and see you next time thank you so much for being here P's and Q's podcast is more than just a podcast. It's a community of conscious beings who are journeying through this life with the intention to love, grow, and shine. So if you're ready to live a life filled with confidence, joy, and purpose, then hit that subscribe button and join us every Monday. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching, DM me the word joy on my Instagram at Quine Foray.